this summertime. That's it. Oh, almost forgot. Mm -hmm. Summer, summer, summertime. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, make sure you keep his wife's name out of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, you might get slapped up. Trip's right. Ralph and Dave. This one's Ralph. And this one be Dave. And we're so glad that you are here. Dave... You have Summer Ralph with you tonight. I am happy to have he Summer Ralph. He has not made an appearance in a very long time, but he is here with you right now. We will be bluffless. Oh, yeah. There's, <coughs> there's no blouth. Awesome. There's no blouth. Awesome. I'm good. This is my third whiskey. Attaboy. Uh, Wild Turkey 101. Sure. It's my yeah. go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got the... You gave me the big boy tonight. This is the 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 Genghis Khan, a century of tradition by Gurkha. Yeah. By Gurkha. So thank you for that. And I've got the Cifuentes Partegas. Love it. Love it. So tonight um, we have. I've got a draft update. I got a draft that's completed. I've got a shady trade scenario. Oh. Spit spot. Spit spot. Uh, I'm sure you have some news and notes. Uh, I you do. you have a what? What were you saying? You I have a little quiz for you. You have a quiz for me. Yep. And then uh, Commish Rich, we uh, we love Commish Rich. Shout out! Shout out! He still listens to our podcast. Why? We don't know. Yeah, he's but bored. we appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Uh, he because um, last week or two weeks ago, I mentioned I was a little bored one day. I joined a league, missed the auction. <laughs> Made up for it, but missed the auction. Yeah. Um, so he said, if you're bored, I got a league. And uh, so we can talk about that league because you know he's got some wrinkles in there. Obvi. And there's uh, there's quite an interesting wrinkle in it that we can expound upon and just get your thoughts on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we start with some uh, non football talk? Are you Wait, okay? what are, we... you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. What were you asking me before we? I mean, there was. What was I going to talk about? Oh, if the, you had to go back to school to clean oh, up. Oh, right, 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 right. No, last last week I um I got the uh, I got the Firebelly Toads home. Oh, good. Uh, and got their environment dealt with on Thursday, my second to last day with kids. So that was a big one. Mm-hmm. Friday, I got all my plants dealt with. Got all the plants to a table in the hallway, so they'll be getting sun all summer. Every couple weeks, I'll go water them. That was done. So then after fifth grade graduation, all I had to do was unplug my last bit of technology that was going in the morning for the kids, unplug my fridge, load up my my uh, food stuff that was still in there, and head on out. Bring so, your whiskey back home. No, stop it. It's not a funny joke. I'm a teacher, gosh darn it. Pretty sure I had a teacher 
who uh, put some booze in his coffee every morning. I mean, historically, I'm, I mean, there's probably less and less of those of the years of, as the years have gone on. But that's old you, school. In in like in the Wonder Years, they show the teachers' lounge, all the teachers smoking cigarettes and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like it's pretty funny. No, I uh, I I would have had to go in Monday if I had anything left to finish up. But my room was good to go, report cards done, no reason to go in. Now, are all of your kids making to sixth grade, or are you oh, yeah, holding somebody back? We don't hold anybody back. Are you kidding me? Everybody, move, everybody moves on. It's not a thing. Okay. Everybody gets a trophy, um, which is fine. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But... Okay, well then, is there a kid that you're moving on that should stay? Or are they all ready to, to go? And we're back. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I've had a very productive summer so far. I uh, I've uh, I've worked out every day, feeling great about that. Mm-hmm. I've played Red Dead Redemption every day, feel great about that. Oh, yeah. Also got the chores going today. I busted down two broken Adirondack chairs, put in the ones that Claire put together. She got a Costco to replace mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I've done some mowing, some weed whacking. Wow. Done some weed stuff. Wow. Haven't done anything on the garage not, yet, as you were so nice to point out earlier today. Not the cannabis weed stuff. No, but, not that kind of weed okay. stuff. I'm talking like gardening weed stuff. Uh, today, this morning, I came out, and there's all these tiny little baby tree frogs hopping across my patio Look at that. and my neighbor across the way with the pool he goes ralph do you have these baby frogs jumping all over the place i said yeah he goes they keep jumping in the pool and killing themselves <laughs> so he's been scooping them out of the pool i've been and i've been i've been gathering them mm-hmm. up in my little in my little hand and letting them go in a safer spot on my on my patio kind of different ways to handle it and then today while i was weed whacking i felt a giant toad like the size of my fist. Do you think that toad's responsible? Oh wait, they're a frog. Never mind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the babies are uh, toads, tree frogs. Toads can't make frogs. Uh, correct. <laughs> Those are two different things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I sent pictures of the little babies in my palm, and then contrasted with the big giant one in my oh, hand like this to my sure. niece, and she thought that was amazing. It's amazing. I got a FaceTime while I was at Target getting you Dr. Pepper cream soda today. Yeah, which is amazing. Thank um, you. You're welcome. And I got a FaceTime. I had to turn it down, but my sister said, yes, I really wanted to talk to you about the toads. And now she really wants to know why you're at Target. <laughs> Four-year-olds, what can I say? Um, all right. I have another, actually, I have another creature, uh, uh, another creature. Any more, any more dead birds? No, the no, only one. only one bird offed itself in here. That was a one-off. Cooked itself, yeah. yeah. It's funny because I've never noticed a bird come in here or a squirrel or anything. Mm. Uh, my sister-in-law and her family they uh, they have to leave their garage door closed because they have toads and squirrels and rabbits coming into their garage all the time, and then they get stuck in there. Yeah, I've never found that. And the only thing I found dead in here before that bird was mice. But the mice live in the garage; they're right. not living outside. So. Right. I don't know. That was very strange. We had uh, we had a bird once come in. Uh, there's a shelf right inside our garage door. On top is where I keep all the skewers for the marshmallows. And so it was after something sweet up there. Yeah, they got some remnants on there. But then it got up above the garage door, and it wouldn't leave our garage. I would close it so it would come down. I'd open the service door, it wouldn't come out. It was in there for a good day. Poor thing. Now, I will maintain that no. if an animal, like in my situation, if an animal wants to come find a place to live in this garage, I don't give a, mm-hmm. 
I'm almost swearing multiple times today. I gotta just be careful. Summer Ralph. Just replace the Summer Ralph drink. likes That's all you to. Do. Um, but I think if your garage is connected to your house, it's a different scenario because you're one door being left open away from the yep. animal now being in your home, and that's, that's a whole different scenario. Uh, we had flies today. I I do not leave the door open for even a split second. We're we're like the biodome. I yeah. I don't even like to open the windows. Oh, great movie! Like we, I know, right? Uh, you know, my first. We's in the jit. My first kiss ever when i was 18 not proud of that but anyway my first kiss ever she was Polly shore's cousin what is she still Polly shore's cousin uh, no yes i mean oh, okay so she's the still was is us. because i knew her at the okay. time i don't know her anymore all right she is Polly shore's cousin mm. she was four foot nine a little shorty she's very short anyway yeah. That's neither here nor there. I mentioned Biodome. No, but we like we keep everything closed up. We run the AC. Yeah. So today, all of a sudden, we're eating dinner, and there's a fly. So I get the electric flies. Well, first of all, I got the salt gun. Oh, you did? And my wife yelled at me. She said, I don't want salt everywhere. It's a little bit. It's not much. She's like, I don't want salt everywhere. Just use the other thing. I'm like, but it's, it's more Just wait till she way. tries it. So then I'm walking through the kitchen, and I, and she goes... Did you just shoot that thing off? I just told you I didn't want you to. I said, I said, Claire, I shot it into the sink because I had already cocked it. Yeah. I shot it into the sink. Salt's okay in the sink, right? Salt is okay in the sink. uh, So anyway, so then I got the the electric uh, fly swatter thing and I killed it. Fine. Sit down. Then there's another one. Killed Mm. it. Fine. We went through like 12, 15 flies. I sit down and there's another one. Huh. Where are they coming from? No idea. I don't know. Something in the weather got right, and they started hatching from somewhere, and it was yeah. horrifying. It was basically my nightmare. This time of year, it's... Basically we, the same we, with those those baby tree frogs. Something was right in the yeah. weather, and all of a sudden, they're hatching yeah, and hopping all over the place. science stuff. Ooh. Well, with our house, the boys leave the patio door open. I yell, shut the door so much, our neighbors yell, shut the door. That's... Yeah, I remember we that have going from, on. from last They're time I was still at your house a long it. time ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that sliding door was left open a lot. Yeah, I am not a leave the door open person. I'm, I'll deal with bugs in here because yeah. it's the garage. Mm-hmm. But bugs in the house. What no. would you do if a June bug got in your house? <gasps> oh, have I not told you this story? No. The night that I met Claire's sister and mother. Oh. There was <laughs> okay. a, it was June bug related. All right, we went to see. It was either Deadpool 2 or the first Jurassic World. We went to see it with Claire's friend, Diane, and her husband, Matt. Boyfriend at the time, now husband. And then we were coming back to the, to our house, and we were going to have a game night. Uh-huh. Well, apparently, Claire's sister and mom had hinted that they wanted to meet Ralph. Oh, sure. And they were going to make their way to Bloomington. She springs this on me as we're sitting there playing games. Oh, by the way, my sister and mom want to stop by. And we're talking three month, three months in, two, just, two months just in. Just keeping it cash, that's all. Nothing wrong with that. She didn't give them an accurate address, so apparently they were knocking on every combination of 8, 5, 1, and 9 in Bloomington. Mm. So it was a whole big production. But anyway, it was, it was June. Yeah, two months. First date was April, so June, yeah. And they, op- they come in the front door, and a June bug flies in. And my response is, <laughs> and Claire's sister, Teresa, reaches down, picks up the June bug, and she goes, nice to meet you, Ralph. Would you like me to take care of this for you? Oh, boy. That was my first impression. Now, 
her mom's first impression, in my defense, was to kick over a margarita all over my floor. And my response was just, I threw a towel over it. She said, no, I can clean up, I can clean up. I said, Monica, you don't need to worry about it. I'm going to be mopping thoroughly when you all leave. Mm. Let's just ignore it for now and continue hanging out. Like, I don't need to make it a big production. I like it. Yeah, so a June bug did fly into my house. And it was horrible. Haunts me to this day. Sure. Um, one more non-football thing. Yeah, bring it on. So, we watched the original Top Gun. So then this Saturday, we watched Top That's Gun Maverick. Right. And? Have you seen it yet? No. Are you going to? Eventually, yeah. You need to, yeah. like today. Like I now. have, I have. Like, ticket, what are you even doing here? I have tickets on, or a ticket on Friday to go see the new Thor, because I'm big Marvel guy. So I. You're love, seeing the new Thor before Maverick. Uh yeah, on the hierarchy of movies, <sighs> yes, I am. Uh, okay. Christian Bale is Gore the God Butcher. It's, yeah, it's gonna be great. Fight me. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Well, anywho, yeah. Top Gun Maverick, incredible movie. That's what I hear. Incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller's total dreamboat with his mustache sure. going. Uh, Tom Cruise is very unannoying. I won't give any spoilers in case anybody was worried about that. Uh, Jennifer Connelly yeah. aged like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. She looks incredible. She do. Good for her. Great for her. Uh I mean, on that same on that same note, the the lady pilot who yeah. also played the teacher and girlfriend in Splitting Up Together. Did you ever watch that sitcom? Nope. It was with um, it was with Pam Beasley. Uh, what's her face? Jenna Fisher from The Office. Still oh, you not. didn't watch The Office either. I know who oh she my is. Gosh. Though. Well, anyway, it was a cute little sitcom. She was the she played the cute like teacher in that. Anyway, uh, yeah, great movie edge of your seat action the entire time yeah you're just like gripping the seat like oh my gosh yeah it was crazy awesome yeah so highly recommend i'll see it eventually highly recommend it it's it's literally the opposite amount of recommendation of jurassic world uh, oh all right which is terrible i like it nicely done all right you want to drop football let's talk some football all right. Are you ready for some football? Oh, I won't bore you with this. I also bought tickets to see Wicked tonight. Nice. So when people ask what I'm doing this summer for my summer break, yeah. I say, well, we've got tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly, and, and then we're going to go see Wicked. Yeah. So opposite ends of the spectrum there. Sure. <laughs> it's funny every time. Anyway. MGK. Uh, we saw Wicked a couple years ago. Oh, so good. Galinda. I yeah. love I mean, I love musicals in general, yeah. but Wicked is incredible. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then if I remember correctly, we went to Melting Pot. Sounds about right. Yeah. I Fondue, I don't get the appeal. It's great It's great when you do fondue at your place. If you have to pay to do it, you're overpaying. I mean, but they have a nice system going at the at the, at the Melting Pot. Like, everything's there. Do you like own you... a fondue set? No. No. Oh. Well, then never mind. No, so, I don't ever well, want to do fondue. Hold on. Scrap I don't want to cook my food as I go. Molly, I'm not a caveman. Let's not have them over for fondue. We're going to do fondue with you guys. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's ribeye. We're doing ribeye. <laughs> In the fondue pot. Oh, yeah. You're actually just going to stuff the whole ribeye into the pot. The fondue pot is like a cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> we have oil coming in from all over the place. <laughs> we have neighbors pitching in. 
It's huge. <laughs> it's like stone soup. <laughs> I gotta keep the kids away so they don't fall in. Ooh, that'd be messy. <laughs> you ever have a deep fried triplet? <laughs> messy. All right. News, news and, and notes. notes. News and, and notes. News and notes. News and notes in the summertime. Hoo-ah. Hey, it's 70 days until the season starts. Thank God. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming quick. Yeah. Oh. Careful. I almost lit myself on fire. Careful. Uh, so this is going to be all over the place. what's happening? There's not much going on in the NFL right now because it's everything's winding down. Ready for the the preseason. Chase Daniel, career backup, mm-hmm. will surpass. Did he die? No. Oh, quite the opposite. He's living high on the hog, as they say. Yeah, he never has to play. He will surpass. What's he making two million? Forty-one million in earnings oh, this my year. Goodness gracious! Despite starting only five games in thirteen years, he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. With the Saints. Yeah. He oh, had, yeah. He's made two hundred thirty thousand dollars per completed pass. Hundred and seventy-eight in his career. Wow! And after this year, he'll be the sixty-first in career earnings for a quarterback. You think of all the quarterbacks. I mean, that's actually pretty good. It's a lot of damn money for a guy just sitting. Of there. course it is. And he's probably going to go on to be a coach after he retires. Sure, sure. So sure. he'll be good making even more money. Good for him. I mean, hell yeah! If I could get paid that much money to to be a career backup. Totally do it. I mean, his name is a verb, present tense. Because mm-hmm. it's not stung, and it's not stinging, it's sting. Dana Carvey, you know? You've mm. seen that Dana Carvey stand-up, right? Probably not. <gasps> what? Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of things I've seen you haven't seen. Yeah, so but... It's... Oh, okay. Well, anyway. I don't get out much, I guess. He named himself a verb, present tense. <laughs> okay, anyway, continue. Uh, new topic. Yes. Scary Terry has got a new, uh... By the way, I don't even new. feel guilty about getting off topic, because I'm in summer now. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm not Blauf. And I'm you know going what? for it. Summer on topic, summer not. Ayo! Ayo! Hey, we gotta get Kurt in here to Been record with us, by the way. Yeah. Well, you talk to him more than I do. Just saying. So the Commodores, uh, lock up Scary... That's not their name. I know. Scary Terry for a three-year extension... Worth up to seventy-one million in new money, place him among the top five highest-paid wide receivers. Whining works. Yeah, it totally does. Holding out works. Threatening to leave works. Apparently, get those trade juices going. And then uh, there's a guy we know, <laughs> young guy, kind of good at what he does. One of the top at his position goes by the name of Justin Jefferson. He's going to be coming up for a really big payday very soon. And I am excited to see what the Vikings throw at him to keep him in Minnesota. I think it's going to be north of 40 a year. Yeah, I mean, he can ask for whatever he wants. Yeah. I want a key to the Mall of America. I want a yacht for Lake Minnetonka. And I want 50 mil a year. See what happens. I think he just wants Lake Minnetonka. He wants to own Lake just call Minnetonka. call it Lake Jefferson now. Yeah. Lake JJ. Yeah, so he's going to... He wants it dyed purple. Yeah. And then I was thinking, too, the Bengals with Time Burrow... Time to cleanse yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> with 
The Bengals with Burrow and Jamar Chase, they're going to have their hands full yeah. securing them as well. True. So, you know, while it's great having young talent, you got to pay them eventually. The salary cap's a myth, though, so. It is. It's quite a myth. It's it's very malleable. Uh, so Good this, word. Thank you. Uh, this year alone, wide receiver deals. Devontae Adams, five years, 142. Tyreek Hill, four years, 120. A.J. Brown, four for 100. Diggsy, four for 96. Cup, three for 80. Scary Terry, 371. D.J. Moore, three for 61. Mike Williams and Godwin both got three years, 60 million. That's just this year. Uh, and then there's, so that's the actual contracts. But then when you look at the guaranteed money, Cooper Cups is seventy-five million guaranteed. Tyreek Hill seventy-two, Diggs seventy, Devontae Adams sixty-five. Um, in twenty twenty, there were four wide receivers making over twenty million a year. You want to guess how many there are now? Making over twenty million a year. Yeah. How many? How many in four? Twelve. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. And that's not including Debo, DK Metcalf, and Hollywood Brown. So got to get paid too. So look out. New topic. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate you letting yeah, me know that we're switching. Yeah. Now we got a fun inside joke. So over the past two seasons, Aaron Rodgers has thrown 38 touchdowns and zero interceptions against NFC North opponents. 38 rip. It's unbelievable. He owns the NFC North, not just the Bears. And he's only thrown 15 total over the last four seasons overall. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. He's a punchable face, though. He does. Ooh, that reminds me. I'll, I'll go to this then. Uh, running backs, Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell. Have you heard about this? They've signed a deal for a boxing exhibition next month in July. They're going to go ahead and box each other. Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to tie them up. They're going to lace them up. Pay-per-view? Get in the ring? I, I, I'm not sure. It's got to be pay-per-view. Yeah. They're going to make a fortune. I'd pay to watch that. So I want to watch it right here. Yeah, that would be great. On a Thursday night, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Question to you, Ralph. Yes. What NFL player, past or present, would you want to get in the ring with and go a few rounds and punch him in their stupid face? I, I got mine right away. Who would you want to go a few rounds with? Well, you know what's funny is that... <laughs> it's funny. No, what's funny is that my initial thought, I'm like flashed back to my high school and middle school days of being much more of a basketball and baseball fan. Like my my thought did not go to ba- bas- did not go to football players. Okay, I'm like, like just sports. Like in my my brain my brain went to John Starks for the Knicks, oh, whose face whose face, face I hated. Yeah, my brain went to. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, um, not Jeter. I didn't hate Jeter. Who did I hate baseball wise? There was there were guys that drove me nuts. A Rod. Some of those. 
Nomar Garcia Para. It was the it was the guy no Johnny it, Damon. It was the guys who ended always ended up doing something good and I'm like, they're not as good as their performance right now. I'm Manny Ramirez. I'm drawing no, I loved Manny Ramirez. Oh. Anyway, yeah, no, my so my brain goes like LeBron James, that would be nice to punch him in the face. Mm. Um sure. Oh I know who I'd punch in the face. I mean, I might cut my hand on that giant schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to punch out Kirk Cousins. You just want to clench with him, don't you? What? You just what? want to get close and clench up. Jeez, and... stop. You st- oh, you smell great. It's a weird thing to say. Yeah, it's a weird... <laughs> I know. Jay Cutler for me. Oh, yeah. He's got a punchable he's face. Got a, he's got a poop face. Man, that guy made babies with Kristen Cavallari. Yeah. And then they both went nuts, so they're not together anymore. How dare you? They did. Sorry, big Kristen Cavallari fan. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a great personality. She sure anyway, does. continue. She's got great assets. <laughs> now I've got two stories from back in the day. You know I love my, me and my stories. I do. Entering 2002, a guy you've never heard of, Jaguars punter Damon Gibson. Oh, yeah. Call him, da- call him Damie. Punt returner, if I said punter. Jaguars punt returner Damon Gibson never muffed a punt in his career, Uh-oh. high school, college, or pros, yeah. and didn't muff any of his 38 punts for the Jags in 2001. He muffed a punt in week one against the Colts. Tom Coughlin immediately cut him. <laughs> You're gone. You're dead to me. I see a trend here. Yeah. I just like to say muffed. In, uh, in 1994, here's a cautionary tale. Ooh, you're going with the... Go with the cream ale. Did you bring these, by the way? I did. Okay. Yeah. I was like, where did those come from? Yeah, Sometimes drinks just appear in this fridge. Yeah. I don't know where they're from. Castle Danger, that's a good beer. I did, this is what I drink when we go to, when we go to uh, Champs. Yeah, that a boy. So in 1994, we were, we were both still alive then. Yeah, we were. Eagles linebacker Byron Evans. That was the year I moved to Minnesota from Ohio. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Memories. Eagles linebacker Byron Evans turned down a $5 million contract that would have made him one of the highest paid linebackers in football and decided to play at the final year of his deal for more money the next year. Uh-oh. Ten days later, he broke his leg and never played again. Oh. <laughs> you hate to see that. Take the deal. Take the money. That's sad. Hey, do you want to do the quiz now? Sure, unless you want to end with the quiz. No, do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. We can do this two ways. I've got 15 questions. Okay. Okay. I can read off each question. You give me the answer. At the end, we go over the right answers if you got it right or not. Or we can go each answer one by one individually with the question. I think the best thing... Are, are these going to be questions where I'll need thinking time, do you think? No, not thinking time. Probably not. No. Okay. Because for questions where there's thinking time required, I think the best thing to do is read them. Yeah. I jot down my answers. Then we take a break and we let let the let the listeners know they can pause if they want to think about oh, it. And then we do go that through. Too. Sure. But if you, if you think I'm not getting thinking time, let's just go for it. Well... I mean, there might be a couple. Let's just go. Let's just go for it. Let's okay. just go for it. Why are we overthinking it? Yeah. K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid. Great advice. Hurts my feelings every time. I like it. 
All right. Number one, within three points, okay? What is the highest scoring game in NFL history by one team? <clears throat> within three points. 62. Within one, how many times have the Dallas Cowboys been to the Super Bowl? Not one, but been to the Super Bowl. Six. Multiple choice. What was the New York Jets' original name? A, the Panhandles. B, the Independents. C, the Titans, or D, the All-Americans? All-Americans. Super Bowl XXXIV was what number Super Bowl? XXXIV, mm-hmm. 34. Mm-hmm. I know Roman numerals. I'm a teacher. Okay. Within three years. Math teacher. What was the first year the Miami Dolphins won the Super Bowl? Within three? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. 68. Okay. They didn't win when they were undefeated, did they? What? Did they When they were undefeated, the, did they win? Only team to have a perfect season. Yes. And it, it included a Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't remember what they year won. that was anyway, yeah. though, so it doesn't okay. matter. All right, go ahead. What Motown singer tried out for the Detroit Lions in 1970? Motown singer? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I could name you a Motown singer. Marvin Gaye! That's, he's not Motown. I don't know. Within 200. Yep. Jerry Rice holds the record of how many career receptions? Within 200. Um, I'll say 2,500 receptions. Within 10 years, what year did the NFL begin? I like that you're laughing at me for that last answer. Say it one more time. Within 10 years, what year did the NFL begin? What year did the NFL begin? 18... Shut up! I hate you! 1895. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to learn something. And see how horrible my answer is. True or false? The Dayton Triangles were once an NFL team. False. Although it's probably true. Let's take a swig of my drink here. Which NFL team derives their name from the date they were founded? Here's a clue. They were founded on November 1st. November 1st. Their their name? Their name comes from the date they were founded. And that date was on November 1st. Uh, 
that's not what the 49ers are named off of, so I'm not sure what... Do you know what day November 1st is? It's got a name. I'm sure there's someone screaming at their phone right now. November 1st. We can come back to that one. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. If I had a list of team names in front of me, I probably I know, would be able to pull it out. Which player was known as the refrigerator? Uh, uh, Perry. I need first name as well. Refrigerator Perry. Uh, you can, you can Frank half, Perry? You can get half credit. I mean, the refrigerator Perry, I don't remember the first name. Hank okay. Perry? Frank Perry? Tank Perry? No, but it rhymes with Frank. Okay. Blank Perry? In 2006, who became the first quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards? In 2006? Yeah. Oh, Michael Vick. In the 2009 Super Bowl, who was the MVP for the Steelers? What year? 2009. San Antonio Holmes. Jamarcus Big Bust Russell went number one overall in the 2007 draft. Who was drafted number two? What year was it? 2007. Oh my gosh, Jamarcus Russell and a quarterback who ended up being much better than him. Oh, come back to it. Okay. God, that's going to drive me nuts. And last one. It wasn't Dante Culpepper. We're going to end okay. with Jerry Rice. Okay. Him and his 2,500 receptions. Oh, shut up. You're a jerk. <laughs> I was thinking 100 receptions times 20 seasons. Yeah. And then I went up from that. Yeah, you did. Which team did Jerry Rice play his last career game for? Dolphins. Okay. Okay, um, hold on. So I just... Read the one about the team, the November whatever sure. team, because I, I want to look at a list of teams. Which NFL team derives their name from the date they were founded, November 1st? Give me a second, because I feel like if I look... It's also the name, oh, that might give it away, of an all-girl band. Of an all-girl band? Yeah. Of an all-girl band? Oh, yeah. Spice oh is it an all-girl band? Wow. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Sorry. 
All right. So I mean, I'm we, not are, sorry. I'm, you know, are, are we going to pause it now for everyone to to go through? Or just want to? No. Go if you want, if you want time to think about it, everybody, and think about how dumb my answers were, right, pause it if you okay. want. All right. So number one, Dave's about to tell me how I did. <laughs> within three points, what's the highest scoring game in NFL history by one team? You said 62. Uh-huh. The answer is 72. Hmm. The Redskins did that in 1966 against the Giants. Well, I'll be in traffic if you need me. The score was 72-41. That was the highest scoring game in NFL history. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ofer. Got it. Within one, how many times have the Cowboys been in the Super Bowl? You said six. The answer is five. Hey! Nicely done. Victory! What was the New York Jets' original name? You said all Americans. It's the Titans. That's dumb. There's already a Titans. Yep. <laughs> you got uh, Super Bowl XXXIV, yeah, right? Yeah, that's easy. Uh, Dolphins' first year won the Super Bowl 73. You said 68. Mm. Motown singer tried out for the Lions. It was Marvin Gaye. Are you serious? Nicely done. Wow, I don't know where I pulled that out of. He obviously did not make it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> My favorite answer... <laughs> Shut up! Within 200. I hate you. Jerry Weiss, career receptions. You said 2,500. Do you want to change your answer? You want to say? I, I don't know. I 1549. 1549. How many seasons did he play? I don't know. I mean, but you. I mean, it's not a crazy no. answer. If he played 20 seasons and caught 100 balls a yeah. season, and he was better than that, I don't know. Okay. I mean, Maybe sound, twenty seasons was an overshoot. Okay, sound, fine. Sound logic. I don't. That was not. That was not. Okay, you're acting like I guessed twenty five hundred and it was actually six thousand or something. No, you're you're fine. It was not a bad answer. It wasn't a bad answer. I kind of hate you a little bit. I, right I just now. have a case of the giggles. It's, it's like it's, it's my like, summer, and you're gonna be mean to it's me. It's like laughing in I church. Can't believe you it's would like, do that. It's like I thought we were close. It's like laughing in church. All right, you go just for can't. it. Within ten years, what year did the NFL begin? You said 1895. Oh, my gosh. 1920. I was only not in the right century. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, The Dayton Triangles were once a team in the NFL. That was true. Yeah, that was dumb. Always guess true on something like that. That was true. And which team derives their name from the date they were founded? November 1st is known as All Saints Day. Oh. The day after Halloween is All Saints Day. And if I had a, had more time to think, yeah, I probably yeah. could have come up with that. And then there's a, a band called All Saints. Bunch of oh, I there. love All Saints. My head's spinning. Born in the days. Wait, All Saints isn't the one that uh, Fergie was in, was it? Because she was in a band before. I have no idea. This is the most popular. What's the name of the song? Pure Shores? No. I thought I would have recognized something by them. Oh, wait, I recognize this album. A few this is the one that now. I need to know. How you could <laughs> ever love me so. <laughs> I need to know what I've done wrong and how long it's been going on. I see this album cover. My sister for sure had this album. Yeah. Yeah. 
got to fast forward. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Now I get it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All, all right. right, all right. Refrigerator William Perry. Okay. Yep. I knew the refrigerator yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry. I get credit for that, right? Yeah, of okay. course. Uh, you got Michael Vick. You got Santonio Holmes. Oh, yeah. I, w- I remember that Super Bowl very vividly. You know where he went to college. Yeah. The Ohio State University, not in Akron Zip. That toe-touch touchdown at the back of the end zone, that was crazy. For the record, he had 131 yards receiving and that touchdown. Was That was very early for Big Ben, right? Was that like his? Was that his rookie season? I cannot confirm. It was early for was him. It? it was very early. Okay. Anyway. 2007 draft, pick number two was not a quarterback. Pick number two was the Detroit Lions and Megatron. Oh. Yeah. Other uh, other notable picks. I was just going to say, in that draft. Um, Joe Thomas, third. AP, seventh. Patrick Willis, 11th. Marshawn Lynch, 12th. Darrell Rivas, 14th. So no other quarterbacks. No. Okay. Yeah. So the Raiders thought they really needed a guy. Yeah. And Fatty McBatterson Big old okay. My goodness, he was terrible. I heard he ate his offensive line. <laughs> Jerry Rice did not end his career with the Dolphins. It was the Seattle Seahawks in mm. 2004. He did sign with the Broncos in 05, but never ended up playing for them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. This is a fun quiz. Yeah. And, and by la- fun, I mean I'm horribly frustrated. Hey, you didn't do too bad. And then lastly, we'll end on this. Predictions. How soon will these four rookie quarterbacks play, do you think? Which week? We're just going to speculate. Okay. Okay. Pick it. Um, I mean, can I just say after the bye? Sure. I don't know when any of these teams' buys are. Pick it will play after the bye. I say week eight, so kind of somewhere in there. Because that, because Trubisky is going to be no good. Yeah. That team is not going to be winning games. Right. They're going to want to see what they have. Exactly. So I think mid mid season, okay. probably around the bye. Uh, how about Ritter? I, I think Ritter could win the. I think he could win the competition outright and start week one. Okay. I mean, although they know they're going to be bad, so maybe they would rather not risk Ritter ending up being good. Maybe they just want to go with what they know, which is Mariota, who's very. <laughs> blah so maybe the state of the team maybe i'll say he doesn't start this year at all okay. i said week 16 are you serious right now are those june bucks they're moving no, very fast I think it was. those are like the those are like the uh the uh 28 days later of june bugs i said week 16 just with the oh throw them in at the yeah, end season's it's already gonna be gone. gone yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, give, I like give, that. him a, give him Absolutely. a taste yeah uh, Willis. I don't think he'll start at all. It'll be Tannehill the entire year because they're going to be a playoff team. And then next year, I think, mm-hmm. they'll move on from Tannehill and it'll be Willis getting a shot. That's exactly what I said. I said he's but, all but, but, but if they have a playoff berth wrapped up, it could be Willis week 17. True. Or true. week 18. Week. Yeah. 18 now. Is Game 17. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my reasoning is he'd sit all season because he's on the best team of all the rookie quarterbacks. So, yeah, because because that division, I mean that team that'll be that team will be playoff bound probably, right? 
Who's in that division? The Colts. I mean, if they can repeat what they did. Colts, Jaguars, and... Colts, Jaguars, and Texans. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know. Colts with... Yeah, this is a sneaky team with Matt Ryan. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, And then lastly, uh, Matt Cora with the Panthers. Uh, I think Matt Cora could start week one. I mean, yeah, they're... I I feel like if I was a betting man, I would say week one for Matt Cora. Because that's a team that is more likely to feel like they have a chance. And so if if they're in camp and they think that Matt Coral gives them the best chance because Darnold is pretty much donezo, sure. I think he could start right away. I said week seven. Just, you know, let them learn the offense. I mean, midseason is always the safest guess. And the only caveat with that is that's if they don't get Baker Mayfield. I mean, I... I I would feel comfortable betting that Baker Mayfield ends up a Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, me too. What about Trey Lance? Is he the starter this year, you think? Yeah, week one. Guaranteed. He's their guy. No no doubt. No Jimmy G. Does he last all year? I think he will. They live or die with him, huh? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they gave up so much to get him. They have to start him. They jumped up to get him. They gave away a bunch of firsts yeah, to get him. They gotta They got to use him. Yeah. So there you have it. All right, I liked it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, would you like to hear an update on the most frustrating yet satisfying rookie draft of all time? Would I? The Midwatch ever. Empire with all of Joey's Navy buddies. Ooh, that flew up. It is still not it's still not done. This rookie draft is still going. Mm-hmm. We've had quite the so if you recall last week i talked about that i was on the clock for an entire day because right. i was waiting to see this was the, how we ended last week all the trades played out yeah i was waiting to see like i'm i'm not picking until i know if i'm and then the Gary guy Wilson. was like oh he was still available i would have given him up something well no uh yeah like if i'd seen your if i'd seen your trade i would have traded you right. great and then watson oh i would have traded for watson oh great you yeah. know yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of that stuff course now sleeper is deciding it needs to take forever to load taking a nap um so yeah i've i've pretty much given up on trying to trade i i don't so the most recent while this is loading the most recent trade i offered was uh dobbins and godwin i offered those two pieces i would think i would think those would be appealing right yeah in return, I wanted Garrett Wilson uh-huh. and the guys 2023 20, first and second. Okay. Now, I would think I would think that could be a smash accept. Well. His response in the chat was, or in a direct message, was uh, I'd like to revisit that trade uh, once the season starts. You know, the injury concerns. I have injury concerns about those guys, so you know I might be willing to do it once once they're healthy. Uh, now Joey keeps reminding me these guys are all right. new to Dynasty. Yeah, but what I said to him was number one, I'm going to be shopping Dobbins and Godwin. Not that I don't like Godwin, but yeah. like he's tied to Brady right now, and, and so if I can get something younger and more future for him, like once they actually 
blow up and play, they're going to be more expensive as well. That's what I said. Uh I said the injury concerns are the only thing making them affordable. Mm -hmm. The only reason I'm giving them to you for unproven assets is because of their injuries. Once I know they're healthy, I'm going to want more. Yeah. Uh, It's frustrating. All right, so let's get to this draft. Uh, And I don't remember how far we had gotten last week when I was talking about who I'd taken. I don't remember either. So I got that 1-5, and I ended up up saying, forget it, I'm just going to pick, and I took Jamison Williams. So I basically traded Deshaun Watson for Jamison Williams. I'm bullish on Jamison Williams, and if Watson never ends up playing because of, you know, because he can't keep his you-know-what in his pants, uh, that'll be pretty good. His happy ending. Um, coming So then coming back around, so my picks were the were the number two picks, so 2-2 two, two was my next pick. Yep. Uh, and Joey texted me and said, when do you think the first IDP is going to go? And my response via text was, right now. <laughs> and I took Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. I'm not passing up on that. And this is a team where I've got Chase Young, I've got Nick Bosa, I've got uh, Quiddy Pay, like I've got oh, yeah, a, a got nice young guys. stable. Yeah, not passing up on the stud defensive end. Don't do it. Now I did regret not going Kyle Hamilton though. Yeah, because my defensive backs are not as solid as my defensive line in this league. Because don't you have all the Bosas? No, I've got Chase Young and Bosa. Okay. Those are my two starters, and I have well Matt Judon, I guess as a linebacker and or as a linebacker, but. Um, but I don't have Kyle Hamilton anywhere uh-huh. and he's like the standalone defensive back in this draft. So in hindsight, I should have thought I should have taken him because that's what I needed. I don't have him yet. And I, there were other defensive linemen that I like. How now, far after your pick did he go? The next pick. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. And then Thibodeau and Walker went in the next round, so I wouldn't have gotten them back to me anyway. So it's fine. I'm not complaining about Hutchinson, but I kind of wish I'd gone Hamilton in that pick just because it would have been a chance Mm -hmm. to get him. Um, Third round, I had 3-2, and I went Isaiah Spiller. Even though I'm not trying to win, my thought is if uh, Eckler gets hurt, he's worth a 2023 first pretty quickly, I think. When Eckler gets hurt. When Eckler gets hurt. Yep. It's happening. I like this cigar. I'm telling good, you right now. Good. I'm glad. Thanks for telling me. No worries. Thank you for bringing it. Welcome. Uh, so then I had two third. I had two picks at the end of the third that I had traded for. I had three nine and three eleven. If you're in an IDP league, you want to acquire a lot of thirds because the talent gets pushed back. Mm-hmm. You're either getting IDP guys you like or offensive guys get pushed back. It's true. And so I was looking at the linebackers here, and I was looking at Zaven Collins and Kenneth Murray, who for some reason were not rostered. Oh. And then Quay Walker. Well, I wanted N'Kobe Dean because I missed out on Devin Lloyd. I was trying to trade in for Devin Lloyd at the end of the second, and I couldn't do it, and Joey ended up taking him. I was Mm. super pissed about it. Good pick, Joey. Good pick. But but anyway, I wanted Dean. Dean went right before my 3-9 pick. So I had to decide. I ended up going with Zaven Collins, figuring he's been in the league a, ye- a year already, I think. Um, and he's going to get a chance to play because Hicks got traded. Okay. Or got cut. So he's going to step into a starting role next to um, Isaiah Simmons. And then I wanted Quay Walker because he's... I wanted 
I wanted a guy who's been in the league for a year or two, and then I wanted the rookie right there. And okay. I figured I would just let Kenneth Murray go. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. We'll talk about him later. <laughs> so then it came to me at 4-2, and I couldn't pass up on the value. John Mechie was still there at 4-2. Oh, yeah. Had to take him. Of course. All right. So then we get to 5-2. And I'm thinking, well, actually, leading up to 5-2, I really wanted Jaquan Brisker, the, the safety for Chicago. Okay. And I tried to trade in just to make sure he ended up going right before me. And it's a guy who's a um, uh, who's a Bears fan, so I should have known. So then I was thinking, well, Sam Howell. I was trying to train for Sam Howell, but I couldn't pass up Daniel Bellinger in that spot. Oh, yeah. So at 5-2, I took Daniel Bellinger. And this is also tight end premium, by the uh-huh. way. And I missed out on Jelani Woods in the third because I took Isaiah Spiller mm-hmm. instead. So then coming around at 6-2, Sam Howell was still there. So I took Sam Howell because after my quarterbacks are Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence, and so I wanted to have a third guy that would at least have a, has a chance to start at some point. Sure. And he recently said if he gets if his number gets called, he's going to be ready to play. I like the gamesmanship. He's got gumption. I like the gumption. Um, he, yeah, Sam Howell seems like a real real pro's pro. He's saying all, right, all the right things. Yeah, he's a lunch paler. All right, so then we're coming around um, 7-2. Uh, I had a lot of IDP guys. I was I, I had a lot of guys I was considering, but once it got close, I realized Cade Otten is still there, and this is post-Gronk retiring news. Oh. And I'm like, in a tight end premium, how is he still there? Yeah. And so I'm just waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And sure enough, Cade Otten's there. It took him at 7-2. It's not a bad pick. And multiple guys said that was my guy that was my guy you snipe me you snipe me you snipe me you know all that stuff well sure um then at eight two kenneth murray was still there (laughs) i don't know where the shine came off of kenneth murray but he's gonna be starting an inside linebacker for the chargers so Mm -hmm. yes please Mm -hmm. in yeah so took him and he's got kind of like that's not like an old school name too kenneth yeah i like that I like it a lot. Yeah, from like the 80s. All right, so... Th- linebacker. So that was the eighth round, and we we're, we have ten rounds total, so mm-hmm. I have two more picks. And so I was looking at safety. Mm-hmm. I was looking at either Petre or Cross. Petre for the Texans, he's going to start. Cross with Willis retiring should end mm-hmm. up being the starter at some point mm-hmm. during the year. And so I wanted one of those two guys, or Marcus Williams is still available for who got traded to the Ravens. Oh, the sure. The Saints guy. And he's only 25. So I wanted one of those guys. And so I had to decide once it got to be at 9-2. Now, Calvin Austin was still sitting there at the end of the eighth round. Okay. Who's the short, speedy guy for the Steelers. And so I was texting with Kurt. I'm like, I, I want one of these safeties, but... I have to take Calvin Austin. He's there, right? Well, by the time he even had a chance to respond, Calvin Austin went at eight twelve. Okay. So I took Nick Cross for for Indianapolis, and then um, and now we're at the middle of the ninth, and I have one more pick left, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I might go one more safety. We'll see. It's a choose your own adventure right there. But uh, I'm really, really digging this squad. I love this. This might be my favorite team that i have right now overall it's but not ever not no but like i feel really good about it because i have five firsts in 2023 that's right 
uh, five first in 2023, and I think I can end up finagling at least one more. Sure. And then I drafted Jamison Williams, Hutchinson, Spiller, Collins and Walker at linebacker, Mechie, Bollinger and Otten at tight end, Howell, Kenneth Murray, and Nick Cross. And then my team is Mahomes, Dobbins, and Hines, yep. C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts. It's a start two tight end, and it's premium. premium yeah. Godwin, Van Jefferson, and Alberto, but they'll get replaced by people I draft next year. Trevor Lawrence and Superflex, Tyler Bass a kicker, and then Chase Young and Bosa. Mm-hmm. My linebackers are Fred Warner, Tremaine Edmonds, and Micah Parsons. Oh, boy. And then Kenny Moore and Humphrey at defensive back, and I've got one IDP flex, and it's right now it's Matt Judon, but he's 30, so I'm trying to trade him yeah. if I can get any takers. But I freaking love this team. As you should. And on the bench, like I've got I've got Herbert. I'd love to sell him to something for, for something to the Montgomery owner. Yeah. I've got Mark Ingram. I'd love him to sell him for something to the Kamara owner. Mm-hmm. I've got uh Rondale Moore still has a little bit of potential. Mm-hmm. Um oh I've God, my IDP. I love my IDP. Okay, here's another thing though. So when you've got five picks in a draft you're excited about, five first-round picks mm-hmm. in 2023 like I do, and it's IDP, my thinking is get the IDP stocked up now. Yeah. Get the IDP ready to win. Your offense, like if I can trade Dobbins, trade Godwin, that'll make my offense bad enough that I can guarantee getting the 1-1 mm-hmm. and get Bryce Young probably – and then have four other offensive yeah. players in round one next year. It's not bad. Still get some IDP maybe in the second mm-hmm. round. But I love the idea of getting the IDP guys now and stocking, like getting all those exciting. I mean, I fully intend to come out of next year with Bryce Young and Bijan and Jackson Smith and Ajigba. Mm. You know, at the at the bare minimum. Stay tuned. Because even if I don't, even if I don't pick with all five of those picks, oh my gosh, we need to take a break. That's fine. Um, even if I don't pick all five of those, I have the firepower to move up uh-huh. to, to whatever I need to. Yeah, but totally. in a perfect world, I'd end up with the first, you know, yeah. first couple picks. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this mm-hmm. team so much. All right, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then I'll let Dave talk. <laughs> I feel like I haven't said a word this whole podcast. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. No, you're fine. No, you have, just not I in this have. segment. All right, yeah. we'll be back. Two and two, baby. That's the impression that I get. 
All right. Thank you to the Mighty Mighty Bostones for bringing oh, us in. Dickie Barrett. I know. I love singer. it. I'm I not a coward. I've just never Mighty been Bostons. tested. I like to think that if I would, I would pass. I know. It's so good. I love that line. It's so good. I was a big, big fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, one night at Trivia, there was a... Uh, I can't remember... I think the sound round was songs with horns. Mm. I think that was the theme. Yeah. And they played... Well, here. Yep. Rascal King. Yep. They played this one. And they played enough for everybody to know it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, uh-huh. but they played this song knowing people would think it was the other one because oh, they didn't sure. play the refrain. Nice. Apparently, I was the only person in the bar who knew it was oh, the Rascal King instead of. Uh, well, yeah, you would have. I know, but nobody else did. Do it again. You know what song I love over there is Royal Oil. I love that song too. That's number five on the. Yep. Royal Oil, come on, bubble and boil. Royal oil, now I'm bubbling oil. Hot tin foil. Slip down in the soil. Nothing come from nothing, come on. Royal oil. Alright. So good. We're gonna let the boss tones just play here. So They're mighty. Uh, we uh we won trivia last night. Of course you did. One on a, uh, one on a uh, on a tiebreaker. So we scored a thirty-two. We tied with a team that is my new arch nemesis team. Oh. They pretty much win when they're there. Oh boy. We actually won a tiebreaker with them two weeks ago as well. Yeah. Uh, the sound round was LGBTQ plus artists. Uh huh. And we did fine. I think we got all but one during the main thing. But then we got to the tiebreaker, and it was five more LGBTQ oh, plus man. artists. And so it was five uh, five songs. You had to name the artist, uh-huh. and you wrote them down. Uh-huh. As soon as you had the five done, you raised your hand. Ooh. And then you had to stop writing. And then they took that. The other team had 30 seconds to finish top score wins but yeah. if it was a tie the team that turned it in first well makes won. sense so team we're playing is very smart they have an area of expertise in that genre i'm picking up what you're putting down so five five songs we're doing them we're doing them they raise their hand quick and then we were like oh shoot okay yeah. they they seem to get it. we do okay first song here actually why? Why wouldn't I just? Why, why wouldn't I just do it? Hold on a second. So this was the first song of the tiebreaker. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know how this song started. Do you recognize yeah. it yet? Yeah. Of course. You already know, it, right? Carmen yeah. Chameleon. Yeah. Country okay. Club. Go. 
Okay, that was the first. Okay. All right, all right. That was the first song, Karma okay. Chameleon. Yeah. Okay. I immediately, my team is a little bit wishy-washy. I immediately grab the paper, write down Boy George. Okay. Okay. And they're like, and then the rest of it's going right, and the rest of my team is getting the rest of the songs. And I'm looking at it going, Boy George, mm. Boy George. I know it's Boy George, but he he was in a group. Yeah. He was in a group. He was in a group. What was the group? What was the group? So then they're writing, they're writing, they're writing. And then the other team's hand goes up. Now we have to finish. And I go, wait, I've got his group. I cross out Boy George, mm-hmm. George and I write Culture Club. Yeah. They collect the papers. They grade them. They go through. And they go, all right. The score was five to four. <laughs> Here are the answers. And they go, first was Karma Chameleon by... Culture Club, not Boy George. And I go, hot damn, that means that I changed it correctly. Did they put Boy George? And they put Boy George. Oh, boy. And they went so fast and wanted to be the first ones done, yeah. shot their hands up, and they thought that was, and then, but they, fatal error. Oof. I was so excited. And with that genre to be that team, I felt so good about myself. Vindicated. So good about myself. Nicely done. Yeah, so we won first place. Um, and it needed to happen because that team had won, I think, two weeks in a Put row. Put them in their place. That, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I really like putting them in their place. Take them down a peg or two. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, just just a quick lead in before we get to the yeah. whatever the team was you were going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about... I, I mean, you follow college enough to pay attention to Debbie. What do you think about USC and UCLA joining the, the Big, Big Ten. Ten? That's so weird. Right? I saw that. So on, weird. The first, I because I saw it pop up and I thought it was like a fake Twitter account because all these Twitter places have, it all, seems these, fake. have all these stupid things, but it's true. And it could happen as early as 2024. It's so weird. The, the Big Ten is a Midwest yeah. conference. Yeah. And to have West Coast teams joining it seems, it seems, uh, I can't, it's weird. It's too weird. I know. Um, now I will say having decent teams joining the Big Ten, I, yes, I'm a cocky Ohio State fan. Yeah. But, you know, we, we beat up on the... Generally speaking, and I don't want to talk about the Michigan game last year, of course. Hey, you better up, but me. generally speaking, we beat up on the Big Ten, yeah. make it to the playoff, and then fizzle out mm-hmm. a lot of the time. The exception of you know, like at least since two thousand. You're kind of like the Packers of college. It's just we don't have the competition throughout the year, yeah. and so like we win every game against like we'll win one big non-conference game at the beginning of the year. Or even lose that, and then because if you lose, this is the thing about the rankings in college football. Yeah. If you lose early, if you lose week one, like we played Oregon, we lost, right? Mm-hmm. And then we win every other game, and so we're creeping our way up. You've got better teams that lose late, mm-hmm. like you got Georgia, Alabama play late. Yeah. One of them loses, now they drop below us. It doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. we're not better than them. <clears throat> so we make it to the. You don't have to say it like that. So we make it to the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. We make it to the playoffs, and it's like, well, we probably shouldn't be there, and we didn't have a good enough competition. I'm So I'm a fan of having better teams we're playing throughout the year yeah. where we actually have to, like, 
you know, actually have to like really try. Like we beat up on Min- the Minnesotas of the world and Northwesterns of the world all year. And then it's like, so I'm not against it for the competition's sake. I would yeah. like a more competitive big 10. Of course. Like when Georgia wing wins coming out of the sec, you know, they're really good. Mm. Like they, they feel good about themselves. So I, I just don't like the fact that it's West coast teams joining the big 10. It yeah. feels disordered. I think is the word. Well, is it Maryland in it? Okay. East coast. Yeah. But, but I think the Terrapins. Okay. Let me put it this way. I think if you are. Okay. If you're going Midwest, like let's say mm. Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, right? What's more comparable to the Midwest, East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. I mean, that's fair. Right? Yeah. So I think it doesn't, it's like to have Rutgers in Maryland. Wait, where's Rutgers? That's in New Jersey, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So you have Rutgers in Maryland in the Big Ten. Mm. I don't feel like is disordered like having sure, West Coast teams. Ohio opens, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I appreciate you seeing my point. Yeah, but it, it was weird when I first saw it, and I had to read it a couple times, but definitely shake things up, for sure. And the reason that I know is because Bonowell, that was in in the wedding with, with you as one of my, one of my dudes, huh? he went to USC, so we have oh, a nice okay. healthy rivalry going throughout the years, nice. and his text to me and Hans was... So Ohio State's going to have some competition coming up, huh? (laughs) And my response was, no, I don't think we will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I want to hear about your, I want to hear about your stuff. Yeah, yeah. I promise I'm ready to listen. You're fine. Put your listening ears on. Summer Ralph is ready. Awesome. Um, So again, uh, Kamish Rich, he reached out to me. um, Just threw it right in my face. Tuesday night. Just kidding. Says, listen to your podcast, last podcast. If you get bored again and looking for a cheap league, let me know. Did he send that to me too? I don't know. Rich, why do you hate me so much? Well, you're not bored as I am, probably. Well, I'm on summer now, so I'm a lot more bored than I once was. Yep. Uh, I asked him how many leagues he's running now. Do you want you want to guess? How many he's running? Yeah. 15? He said 12, I think. Okay. Uh, and he got into Scott Fishbowl again, so... He's they, in the Scott Fishbowl? Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's a live draft this time, he Good says. for him. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and he says, you know, I like twists. And we, we know he likes twists. One of the twists is finding a replacement owner is a, a, a big royal pain, right? Here's his twist in this league. Start with 32 teams. Okay. Wait, this is a league that already exists? No, he's, he's starting Oh, this up. is a this brand is, new. Yeah, okay. brand new. Brand spanking new. <sighs> Twist is, start with 32 teams. If one owner wants to leave, we eliminate the team like we do in World Empire. No one's going to be forced out. Oh, so no orphans. Right. They're eliminated and those players go up to whatever. Yeah, they go okay. into the free agent pool. Um, And then this... So we hate quitters league. Yeah. This league is called the Book of Spells League. So he's going to have a bunch of magical spells that are also available to draft as well. And I was going through this. You can draft the spells instead of a player? Yeah. So, all right. Here's the breakdown. Book of Spells League 
champion. So as it stands right now, there are no divisions. Okay, it he wants thirty two teams, but you know probably go like however many people sign up, right? Mm-hmm. The goal is thirty two. And let me find it here. Fees ten dollars. Uh, that will go up by five dollars every year. Okay. Make it a little bit more interesting. Um, Eighteen rounds of draft, and then you can draft rookies if you want. Uh, two rounds randomly picked a snake draft of drafting items from the treasure chest, is what he calls it. If a team leaves, better than the treasure trail. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have one of those until I rested my grin. <laughs> and uh, it says, we'll not be replacing any owners. That team will be eliminated from the league. The entry fee will also increase by a dollar each time someone leaves. It just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. Okay. And I think he said in here it's an empire as well. Well, that would make sense if the if the price keeps going up. You would think yeah. that would go into a rolling pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's also uh, best ball format. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of best ball. It just it I I don't like when there's a challenge that's taken out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I look at that world team, I'm like, oh, cool! I'll get the highest score out of this group. You like you don't have to decide. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, it just doesn't rub me the right way. And you know I like being rubbed the right way. Yeah, we know. After the first season, we'll have one round of teams picking out magical items from the treasure chest. The first 12 picks will be teams that win their magic bowls in week 18. So he's got a week 18 thing as well that he always does. And then there's a spell. You're excused. (laughs) There's a spell... That will actually make divisions. So right now there's no divisions, but there's a spell that somebody can enact that will then have divisions. And does the person who gets who waves that spell or whatever do they get to pick the divisions? I'm not sure if we made it. Because that I mean far that would be it. because that would be worth drafting. That mm-hmm. if you get that if you get that, and you can say, all right, I'm in a division with these people. You're in it like. Take the three strongest teams, oh, put them in nope, a division. I found it. So when a division is to be created, the top half of teams will go in the first division. The bottom half will go in the second division. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Oh, you're famous now. We just heard your voice. Whoa. Sports. <laughs> Yay, sports. Super Bowl, homeboy. And then I guess the, the spells can keep going and there can be more divisions created as well so it just keeps breaking down with divisions hmm. um so it's it's very intriguing but it is best ball um yeah. not a fan of that but yeah i'm not and then there's do you have any leagues i don't think sleeper does victory points i know that's big at mfl you know what a victory point is you mm-hmm. ever see the vp it's where the top third of the league earns two points Middle third wins one point, and then bottom third gets no points. So that also no, I've only, I've only been, in, I only have ones where you're competing against the lead, the the median for the week, mm-hmm. and so if you score over that, you get an extra win. So basically, you have two potential wins for okay. the year. 
which makes my worst team in in like I was over over twenty eight last year because I didn't even beat the league medium median any weeks. Yeah, embarrassing. So he's got. I mean, kudos to him for coming up with this because I don't know how much time he spends on this, but. Does he have a job? I think he spends all of his time on this. Well, we're friends on Facebook, too. And he's a big fan of geocaching. So he, he does that a lot, too. You know what that is? No. So basically, you travel around, and there's um, coordinates where you go find a little little trinket or a prize hidden somewhere. It's like a, a treasure hunt. Geocaching. It's a thing. He's a, he's big into it. Nerds! Yep. <laughs> so he's got... Sorry, Rich. I'm just giving you a hard time. Ralph says it with love. So he's got a list of all the items that are in the treasure chest. There's like Aladdin's lamp, uh, flag of victory, golden coach's whistle, knife of self-infliction, middle finger of a zombie, shoulder pads of iron. So these... Items can be used to cast a spell. So, there's an amulet of protection spell. You need at least two of a certain item, right? And you can make that spell. The team is immune to the effects of a zombie or a vampire team. There's a bless a player spell. Um, good for one season. I mean... Blob spell. He's got a cursed bag spell. Death of a player spell. I think he died. Dispersal draft spell. Do I smell a redo? This spell will create a dispersal draft. He's just got a dispersal draft extra spell. Division spell. Frenemy spell. Golden bag spell. Lineup switch. I mean, he's got a moniker maker spell. Where you get to rename the worst of the worst team. It's... This is a lot. It is a lot. And I'm debating if I want to hop into it. I mean, I... (sighs) Time travel spell. Touchdown fairy spell. So I don't want to have to keep track of all that stuff. So I kind of feel like... It's, it's enough. It's enough work to manage the teams I have without having to deal with this much of an extra aspect. Yeah, I mean it sounds interesting and creative. Here's a, a zombie spell. Zombie teams are slowly rotting as the season progresses. Each week, the total points scored is reduced by ten percent. So if you, you can pick some team as the zombie team and they can lose a percentage of points every week oh my gosh three wishes spell just yeah that's something it's it's amazing so rich i am uh i'm very much contemplating it he's got about 16 teams in it so far Um, it's impressive he's filled that much of a 32 teamer yeah and uh, he, um, for ten bucks, I should just join that. Yeah, he's uh, he's on Facebook in one of my dynasty groups, and so he's he's pimping his leagues in there too. So that's when I I see him post a lot. But uh, 
I think I may uh, may have to hop in. It's ten bucks. Yeah. Well, it goes up by five every year, but Ugh. still steep. But how many do you think are going to leave after the first year, thinking this is too much? Well, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. So, rich. I love it. Absolutely love it. All and right. we got we got vampire starting up soon. Yes. I'm excited to see uh, if I get picked as the vampire. I'm really hoping it happens. I know. I would love to. This be the would vampire. be a good year for it too. Why do you say that? A lot of good rookies. That's true. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me. So the the Carpe Devi double super flex. Oh yeah. Freshman slash available rookies draft ended. We were merely freshmen. <laughs> That's a good jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I was talking about it last. I think I was talking about it last week. But um, all right, can... pop quiz. That song was that by the Verve or Verve Pipe? Verve. Okay. Yeah. He says with confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It was the Verve. Um, because Verve Pipe is bittersweet symphony. Yes. This life. Name that movie. Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah, Cruel Intentions. It doesn't hold up. The movie? Yeah. Oof, bite your tongue, sir. It holds up 100%. All right, so... Last week I updated this because we were talking. I was asking you about how you prioritize the five-star first-round projected freshman. Yep. Versus college guys who have, you know, shown whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the end of my draft looked like this. I took Um I am I am a uh, I am a slave to the I'm a slave to the twenty four seven uh comparisons, I will admit. Oh, I love 24-7. I mean, we've talked about this, right? Yeah, Brian yeah. Edwards compared with Mike Michael Thomas. Thomas sure. That ruins me. So uh, in the eighth round, I went with Sonny Styles, the safety for Ohio State. He was He's a first-round projection compared with um, Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. He's 6'4", so he's he's going to basically be – he's not going to be playing safety. And he's going to be a linebacker. He's got a great name to start. And he's got a great name. So I snagged him <clears throat> at 9 Seven. I took Jeremiah Alexander. He's the top defensive end in this class for Alabama. Yeah. The second guy was comp to Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. and I had, I really wanted him, but he got taken. Whatever. Um, eight, a couple of rounds. Somebody before, else saw the comp. Yeah. It happens. Uh, and then the last guy I took because I just I can't help myself. I want these IDP guys, even though I shouldn't be doing it. Uh, I went with the linebacker for Georgia, who's going to be a sophomore, Xavier Sori. He was a top, you know, like a five-star guy, uh, second guy in the class, I think. But he was behind all the he was behind the, the linebackers that just got drafted. Um, Quay Walker was a Georgia guy, right? Nicobe Dean was a Georgia guy. Yep. Like these were all Georgia guys, so now he's going to get a chance to play. Next man up. And so uh, I grabbed him. Plus, when you're doing these, when you're Oh, I was going to talk about this. In your Devi leagues, I don't know if you noticed that I started doing this in mine. I'm going to start doing the year that they're eligible to enter the NFL yeah. on the nicknames that are on on sleeper yeah, when they're marked. Yeah. 
I I realized like that for me mentally I can look at them and think about who I have coming in like this year next year and the next year mm-hmm. oh my gosh I love it so much because you really do need to kind of layer when people are going to be coming in you, you can't have everybody coming in at once yeah. it's going to completely screw up your whole like roster structure yep. so um, so I started doing it that way and I really think it would serve people well to, to do it that way um, in the future. But anyway, so this will be a 2024 guy instead of a 2025 guy. Sure, so sure. so that draft is done, and I uh, was pretty uh, pretty excited about it. And I think I mentioned the trade with one of Beer Bad where I traded uh, Bijan. I think I talked yeah. about that last yeah. week, right? Yep. Um, the only other thing I have is the is the shady trade. Oh, yeah, let's hear about this. That I wanted to mention to you. And it... And this topic has come up before. Um, let's see. Uh, it has come up with us before, but here is the situation. Uh-huh. A trade went through. The trade was... A 2023-third... For A. Rogers for Green Bay. Oh no. Not Aaron Rodgers. Amari. Amari Rogers. Okay. So now a twenty twenty three third, it could be a lot worse, obviously. Yeah. But it was a smash except for the guy who thought he was getting Aaron Rodgers. Oh god. He actually got Amari Rogers. And so the conversation went, somebody says you know this is Amari, not Aaron. Just making sure you don't make that mistake again, because apparently there was a similar thing with a different player late earlier on. I don't remember what that was. I didn't have the chance to go back. But remember, we had this situation where I got an offer, and somebody it was Jay Taylor, and yeah. somebody for sure thought I would click accept, assuming it was Jonathan Taylor, when it was actually J.J. Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so shady. It's underhanded. And so it's going, that hurts, still haunts me. Didn't see the color. That's made me the made, what made me make the mistake the first time. They didn't have a picture of him at the time. Goes to show you shouldn't smash accept any trade. I did that with Higgins, thinking it was T. Higgins. I hit accept right away, but it was Rashad Higgins. Uh-huh, yeah. That's another one where it could happen. Um, bad, and I and I just said I just said it's bad form and karma comes back around. So then this guy Barterman who I traded what ended up being the 2022 first overall, because this is the league where I went 0-28. Ah, yes. But I traded that to get Lamb. I don't regret that. Like, I maintain that I got CeeDee Lamb, who I would have taken one overall in this draft, right? So this guy comes in, R3Dog21, dude, you still bitter with our trade? Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. It's not getting tricked into accepting a trade because you're not looking at it carefully enough and the names are similar is not the same as a trade that you think didn't work out. Now, I would maintain it worked out fine for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted CD Lamb. I got him for the 1-1 pretty much. I don't regret that right. at all. Well, it may have mm, it may have been Terry McLaurin and the 1-1 now that I think about it. Oh. But that's... Uh, no, I think Terry McLaurin was the piece I used to get um, to get uh, to get AJ Brown. Doesn't really matter. It was not. That's not the same thing. Those are not comparable right. situations at all. 
Uh, I just said tricking someone shady. Like, I don't like that. I think that's bad form. And I don't think people in a civilized society should be doing that. But the way I look at it is... It's on the person to check carefully. Yeah. I, mean, I get that. You're, you're an adult. Your reading comprehension should be there. I understand that. You should take a look at the trade. I mean... Yeah, I, that's I understand that argument. That's on the guy who accepted it. However, right? it's bad form to try to get away with that. Make an honest trade. Like you're sending a trade hoping they're not paying attention. I don't think I don't like that. I mean, chances are it's happened. It's worked in their favor before, so they're going to keep doing it. So Yeah, cuz there's a lot of dum-dums out there. Exactly. Those dum-dums hopefully will learn eventually from being dumb. But you can find dumb people to make you a trade that favors you all day long. I, I understand. I do that all the time. I get yeah. trades that favor me. But that's that's totally on the guy who accepted it. Mm. I would not send an offer of... Although, I will say, a 2023 third in a 14-team non-IDP for Amari Rodgers is not absurd. Right. That's, that's not horrible. No. Right. And you should also be thinking, this is a 14-team super flex. Mm -hmm. Nobody's offering me Aaron Rodgers exactly. for this 2023 third. Exactly. So that's, I guess, they are kind of being the dum-dum. Yeah, that's on the dum-dum. All right, you got anything else? I got nothing else. Well, Molly, Molly then, says hi. What's that? Molly says hi. Oh, prom date. Prom date says hi. Well, tell her I say hi back, I and we're going to wrap this shiznit wrap up. Wrap it up, buttercup. All right, everybody. Trips right. Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And we appreciate you joining us in the garage tonight. Hope your ear holes are okay and they'll recover. And we will have some more fun stuff for you one week from today. Continuing with Summer Ralph and Semi-Summer Dave. Yeah. I mean, it's always summer with me. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Dave lives summer. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So we appreciate you being here. And we... uh... We'll do better next time. Maybe. I promise. Bye. Bye. Yeah.